one. Welcome back to the 12th Man Podcast with the True Fans Live. Uh, I'm joined today by the panel with uh, the banter man, Henry. What's Yo, up, Henry? What's going on, Brad? Here, bruv. Was it good? Was it worth it? What was that? Yeah, I heard you had your first beer. <laughs> my, first beer. <laughs> my, fir- my first yeah. beer in a while. I had my first beer in a while. Went down to San Diego with the wifey and uh, had a lot of fun. So shout out to San Diego. I hadn't been there in like six years. You want me to put a nipple on that for you? <laughs> <laughs> and we're also joined by Ruben, Mr. Degante Elegante. What's up, man? What up, boys? Good to be back. Missed you last uh, week. Good to have you back, man. It's been a minute. It's a pleasure, guys. Love y'all. What, sure. what do you have? Okay, what do you what do you got? What do you got? I got a I got a I got a German Pilsner from Al- uh, Almanac. Oh, okay. Pretty good. I'm just uh, over here in my in sign. The you know. Hell is that? <laughs> it's, it's you, guys, you guys drink, man? Cause I, fuck <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what the hell that is. Hey, Ruben, are, are you drinking a pil- a German pil- Pilsner because you're still bitter about the loss? Uh, no, man. Nah. Uh, I'm, uh, wait, I'm they totally actually, fine. Germany won, right? Yeah, Germany yeah. did end up. <laughs> 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 uh, well, whatever. I'm drinking anyway. Cheers! Cheers Prost. to you, boy. I thought, I thought you were talking Prost. about the the, the uh, Byron exit from the Champions League. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> A little bit, maybe. <laughs> we're already way past that. We do not want to re uh, into the Champions League. I'm kind of glad it's over. Uh, but uh, you can catch us on Instagram. You can catch us on all social media outlets out there, wherever you get your cheese, wherever you get your juice. You can find the 12 Fan Podcast there. You can also call in. Without further ado, guys, let's get into it. Euros. Well, before we get into the Euros, uh, a little quick fire news for you guys. Uh, breaking news coming out of Madrid. Sergio Ramos, after 16 years and countless, countless trophies, the legendary captain is officially leaving the club of his heart. Um, obviously, we have Madridistas here. I uh, kind of want to get you guys' take on um, the Sergio Ramos situation and how you guys feel about him leaving. Kevin, I'll let you start with that, man. Man, uh, it's finally here. You know, we, we, uh, I think, uh, I felt it at least when they had purchased, uh, David Alaba, excuse me. Uh, I felt either Marcelo was gonna leave or Sergio Ramos was gonna leave. Turns out, Sergio Ramos is leaving. Uh, hopefully, that'll be the only heartbreak that us Madridistas have. Um, this summer, you know, obviously it's a it's a tragedy, man. Like this guy is a, a club legend. Uh, I've seen him when he arrived, and you know, I you don't really you can't really grasp the reality of it, you know. But ever but every career has its ending, you know. Every player has its has its time. When it's time to go, it's time to go. You know, that's just how life is. And um, I didn't think I was gonna see the day you know but it's here and he's leaving uh the only thing i'm sour about is that he's leaving and he's not retiring like he's actually gonna leave and we're actually gonna have to play against him if he doesn't go to the mls or china or wherever players go these days to retire you know maybe italy i don't know who knows but uh yeah it's it's bittersweet man like i knew this day was coming uh i'm not mad about it though like if it was his decision to leave he has every right to, you know, he's given us everything. He's given us 
everything plus a little more you know like yeah it's it's totally unforgivable it's just it's a, it's sad Dan. it's a sad day it's a sad day I'm really sad about it yeah man i mean i echo everything you say kevin i mean totally true it is heartbreaking to to have to see him uh, uh leave, leave the club that you know that no they've been together for so long it's uh it's a true love story uh but you know what just to give give it a little bright side to it you know um i think uh, over the last, uh, or this past season especially, that that center back pairing of Sergio Ramos and uh, Rafael Varane uh, has been a little bit uh, shot sometimes between injuries and and Varane uh, not playing to the high standard that we're, uh, we're used to, you know. So I mean, it's 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 good to see like uh, Nacho and Mitao having a good strong uh, end to the season for us, and and uh, hopefully they can get uh, keep playing together. And uh, also uh, super excited to welcome Alaba. To, to the squad and uh you know he's gonna you know they could be a back three just uh, these three guys you know um all of them well maybe not Miguel, but Nacho's been in the Liga forever and Alaba is just a true professional uh captain for Austria you know what I mean so so I mean there's a there's a bright side to it um but definitely uh a little shook I'm a little shook at guys uh and uh you know it's what what I just saw a meme actually and it was uh, possibilities of where uh, Sergio Ramos uh, could end up, and it's just you know they put him in a jersey and everything, right? And the last slide was uh, him in a Barca jersey, and that just scared the shit out of me, guys. Nah, that that, won't, that, that won't scared the shit out of me. I was like, it's funny because the caption was like, "Oh, did I scare you?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I freaked out when I saw that." I was like, <laughs> I didn't expect to see a, a picture of Sergio Ramos in a Barca jersey. That yeah, would be I don't heartbreaking. Think I doubt it would happen. Yeah, like I I agree. I think he's got. I think he's a little bit more loyal than that. Yeah, um, no, I, I could see. Little... Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Just, just, just wanted to mention that because I saw that and it freaked fuck. It freaked me the fuck out. And uh, yeah, I, I, could, I definitely don't want to come true. I could see him definitely going like back to Sevilla. Um, finish out his career there where he started. Um, but I, don't, I would never ever see him in, in a Barca jersey. So I don't. I don't think you guys have anything to worry about. Um. As far as you know, uh, you know, like uh, I'd I'd like to add a little something that um, yeah, go ahead. Varane, um, Ruben talked to um, touched on Varan. I've noticed that Varan um, Varan's the best performances that he's had have been next to Pepe, have been next to Sergio Ramos. It's never been next to Nacho Militao or um, whoever the center back was for the day. You know, because these guys were missing, like. I, I think his performances are going to drop and we're going to see, I'll, you know, we're going to, we're going to see his quality drop a whole lot. Cause Varan can, Varan can play his ass off, you know, but I, I think he needs, you know, a veteran next to him to like, cause he's still young at the end of the day. Right. Like he, he's still like, he's not like Sergio Ramos where Sergio Ramos can go on any team and shine, you know, like Ramos, uh, Varan still needs, that somebody next to him. And I, I just don't think he can do that for himself. He's not like a Van Dyke, you know, Van Dyke can play with whoever, you know, yeah. and it, and it's not going to affect his game, but I, I really don't see that with Varane. And I do see his quality, uh, the quality of his performances drop a lot, a lot worse than what they were this season. Like this season was terrible, you know, and that's because he didn't have someone like Sergio Ramos next to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, but I feel like uh, hopefully Fiorentino isn't setting up Carlo Ancelotti to fail. Um, you know, obviously losing their legendary captain um, could possibly hurt them. 
Um, luckily, they did get, uh, uh, like Kevin said earlier, uh, David Alaba. So hopefully he'll bring in experience. Obviously, he's uh, another guy that's won uh, many trophies, including Champions League. So, uh, uh, and obviously, he's, he's at the Euro right now. So he has experience at international level. So uh, yeah, yeah you're, hope. you're right. I think I I, I got a feeling, man. Like uh, it better not get worse from here. You know, it better be this better be a sacrifice for Killian Mbappe or some shit. You know, like yeah. this be- this better not be worth nothing because you're you're taking the heart of the club right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, think right. I think that's what it's for. You know, what I mean, you got to make room, and especially in the wages department, to bring in a guy like Mbappe because uh, although it true. is his dream club, he is going to come demanding money. You know what I mean? Um, just because he is a star athlete and uh, deserving of it. Uh, quick question: Where do you, where do you guys see Ramos playing next season? Uh, I don't even want to think about it, bro. Um, I honestly don't see him staying in La Liga because uh, he wouldn't play for Barça and he wouldn't play for Atlético, and those are the most competitive teams in La Liga. I don't think he would go to Sevilla. I don't think he'd go to like a smaller club like that again. Um, he's I. You know, and, and he's kind of a, a little bit of a flashy dude, you know. He knows his worth. Um, so he would he would, he would would go somewhere where they're top dog uh, uh, competing in the Champions League um, consistently. Um, I could see PSG. I could see Juve. And, uh, you know, maybe I could even see this, like, City, to be honest. What about you, Kev? Where do you, where do you see him playing? I think he might go to Paris. I think, uh, you know, like these these days, reporters make a big deal out of anything and they overanalyze a couple of uh, incidents, you know, or occurrences. And one of these occurrences was that like um, something like, I don't know, he was like, I I forgot what what the tweet was, but. Ramos like did like yeah like yeah you're right campeon you know like something and and like it was out of the ordinary basically and so they were saying like oh so they're gonna be like they're buddy buddies now you know they're they're friends on Instagram so now so that's gonna be Ramos's next you know destination and you know I liked it th- I was thinking it was gonna be bullshit up until today but it could happen. Could happen. Yeah, man. Well, we'll we'll see. Obviously, like Rube said, uh, the guy still, you know, wants to compete at the highest level. Still wants to compete in the Champions League. Still wants to fight for trophies. So, uh, you know, top top places where he can go: City, uh, PSG, Juve, and possibly even possibly even United. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, that's um, right. I heard I heard United, and I was like, not bad. Yeah, not that, bad. I think he'd be a good addition. Um, but that is our quick fire breaking news for today. Um, and we'll move on with our, uh, subject obviously of the, uh, of today's episode, which is the euros and a little bit of a Copa America, um, later on. Um, so we'll start off right off the bat, man. Um, group a Italy, Wales, Switzerland, Turkey, and, uh, Italy opening up the euros with a three nil win over Turkey, man. Um, goals from uh, Insigne Immobile and a autogol from Di Miral. Uh, what do you guys say about the game, man? Uh, well, I was super. not expecting uh, Di Miral to have an uh, an autogol, but you know, it is it is what it is. And uh, he's you know he's he's very reckless when it comes to um to defending, and it could work to his advantage. But sometimes it, you know, it works against him. 
And it's like, it reminds me of something that Mourinho said on his uh, show on Amazon when he was with Tottenham. I'm sorry that I made uh, everyone cringe right now. All Tottenham <laughs> fans that are fucking listening, if you're listening. Uh, he said, like, he remember, I remember him pointing to a defender and being like, and you, I wouldn't want you playing it as, a, as one of my defenders because you're reckless. Like you're gonna get a red, you're gonna get a penalty. Uh, you're 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 out of control. I can't have you in my team, and that's exactly what I think of when I see Di Maria play. Like he's just so reckless, you know. Like it's scary sometimes. But uh, good win for Italy. Really good win. They started off strong. You know, uh, I was hoping Turkey was gonna have a little bit better uh, Euros, but they just lost today again, and it's looking like their competition is over. You know. What do you, yeah, what do you man. Think? I mean, uh, Italy had a strong game. Um, started off strong. Uh, you know, the own goal really opened up the game for them. And then uh, in the second half, uh, two guys you expect to perform at a high level uh, did just that. Uh, and I'm talking about uh, Chiro Immobile and uh, Lorenzo Insigne. Uh, both, uh, I mean, in, uh, Immobile's goal was just, you know, what he has to do as a striker, just be there uh, in the right place at the right time. And, and he did a good job of doing that. And Lorenzo Insigne, uh, you know, bringing the ball in, uh, putting it onto a stronger foot, and finding the back of the corner, uh, the back of the net. And it's just an impressive game. Uh, and Italy's looking strong, guys. They're looking really strong. Uh, you know, everyone thinks uh, France, uh, Germany, uh, you know, even Portugal, uh, they're going to be winning this tournament. But uh, I, I think who had the strongest performance so far in that first match day uh, was Italy. Yeah, dude, definitely. I have to, I'd have to agree, man. Um, we, I think we were, we were all kind of slept on Italy a little bit. Um, I th- we all felt, I feel like, uh, that they would get out of this group. Um, and first, I think me and Kevin uh, had uh, predicted that in the previous episode, but we weren't expecting uh, Italy like this. I feel like I haven't seen an Italy like this in a, in a while. Um, they're just playing really, really attacking football. Like, it's, it's insane. Um, and they're, they're firing on all cylinders, and they seem very motivated. Obviously, Ruben uh, went on live right after the uh, game was over, and he's talking about uh, that the Italian players like really uh, sang their heart, hearts out with their national anthem, and you could just tell that they, they, they are hungry for a title again. So, uh, yeah, man, they look like uh, contenders after uh, not just not just against Turkey, but even after the today's game, um, which they also won 3-0. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man, watch out for Italy, man. They could be the dark horse. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You, know, I, I, you're right. I think we did underestimate um, Italy. You know, uh, they're such a young, a young team, and for being a young team, they really hit the ground running, man. Like they came out swinging in the very first game, you know, and that's exactly what you. That's that's exactly what. Um, the favorites are to win the competition. That's exactly how they should, t- you know, start off the first game. Just right away, no bullshit. Get it done. Bury them three zero. You know, that's that's the that's you can't you can't you can't tie it. You know, you you could go down to you could they could come come back up too, but you know they're fine. You know, like three zero, send them to bed, and they did they got it done, man. They got it done, and yeah, I slept on them, but they're back. They're back and with with a vengeance too. Like such a young it- Italian squad, this could be the dark horse of of uh, the knockout stages for sure. Um, well, I mean, I'll tell all you, the way up to the semis. I mean, I'll tell you this. I mean, I think. Uh, I mean, yeah, they. You know, we slept on Italy like last few years uh, just because 
you know, not qualifying for a World Cup and, you know, everything, you know, how, how bad they dropped uh, was 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 shocking, really. And so everyone, it was, they were uh, 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 an afterthought almost. But I wouldn't call them a dark horse just because at the end of the day, it is Italy and they're a powerhouse. And they do have World Cup final or championships. And uh, and and you know what? And 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 I think the thing is, is that they are younger, uh, but not necessarily like super young squad. I mean, Insigne, Immobile, uh, Florenzi, uh, Chiellini, Bonucci, these are all guys that are – uh, 30 year old uh, or older. I think the average age of the team is maybe 30 ish, like around there. Uh, I know their bench gets a lot younger, but as far as that starting lineup, there is experience in it. You know, you guys got uh, guys like Jorginho, uh, you know, he's got, you know, championship uh, or sorry, uh, uh, Champions League caliber experience, you know what I mean? Uh, and that comes a long way. And, and you know, people who perform in a, in a tournament like that, competition like that, usually uh, perform in, uh, in a tournament like the Euro. So. So I, I expect them to just be strong and and, and uh, you know maybe and win the and win their table easily or their group. Sorry. Yeah. So man, so, uh, so without a doubt they're through in in my in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, they, they ain't going home for, have, for spaghetti and meatballs just yet. Uh, they're not going for cannolis yet. They're not going home for cannolis. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna move on to uh, Wales versus uh, Switzerland, I believe it was um, one one. Uh, not. The best game for Wales, um, in my opinion, um, I felt like uh, you know we weren't expecting much for, much from Switzerland, but then again, you know what, Switzerland has been uh, one of those teams that always can cause you a problem, you know, in these types of competitions. Um, I think they're number seven, and Bolo, who actually scored the goal um, that gave uh, Switzerland the lead, he was running freaking circles around that defense, man. I saw the kid, oh my gosh, dude. Um, and they do have some good, pretty good players. They have uh, Shaka, obviously from uh, Arsenal. Arsenal. Um, Shakiri from Liverpool. So they have some, some you know, experience in there, some Premier League experience. I, I think even uh, Sabitzer plays there, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Sabitzer's Austrian. Oh, okay. For my bad. Sorry, Austrians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, even Cher, that Cher, the defender they have, he plays for Newcastle, and he's. Uh... He's a starter over there, does well. And I think of a guy like Jan Sommer, too, on that Switzerland team, man. He's been uh, probably one of the better goalkeepers in the last almost decade for Borussia Mönchengladbach. So so he's a guy oh, I, yeah. I, I, I look to as, uh, you know, he was also really good in FIFA. If, you know, he, when you're playing your ultimate <laughs> teams, uh, Jan Sommer was is always the man. Uh, so, you know, for you guys, safety players, you know, I recommend Jan Sommer. Yeah. Um, but I think these teams are both just, uh, just equally – like they're 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 pretty equal. I think uh, no one's better than the other. Uh, you know, Wales has got some pieces like Gareth Bale, Aaron Ramsey, of course, uh, both experienced players at this point, and uh, and a little bit of a young talent and Daniel James, who you know Ben Davies as well. Um, all, all these all this Premier League talent in there, but um, I think if there were it was going to be an equal game, and uh, I'm not surprised by the results. Um, both these teams want someone someone needs to get a big win, you know, if they want to advance with Italy. So gonna be a battle oh yeah man um i think uh they did uh i think wales kind of felt maybe a little confident just because they were playing at home um i think like all of us they weren't expecting this type of switzerland but like Rube said they are actually pretty damn equal um uh like you said daniel james is there gets bill uh aaron ramsey so i mean they, they do have you know quality players as well so it was a pretty even game 
Um, and yeah, we just have to wait and see what uh, they can do in the the rest of the Euro. Um, yeah, def- was- definitely, definitely shocked by the way that Wales has been performing lately. Like they have so much, you know. It's not just like you guys are saying. It's not just Bale that's there. You know, like it, they have a they have a talent pool there, and it's like they're not doing anything with it. Yeah. And it's disappointing. Everybody needs to step up. <laughs> yeah, they, they really got to step it up, man. Yes, sir. Um, all right, so we're going to move on to Group B, Belgium, Russia, Finland, and Denmark. And we'll start off with Denmark versus Finland in a uh, very uh, tough match, uh, obviously, um, with what happened with uh, Christian Eriksen. Um, unfortunately, he uh, uh, had, uh, I believe, a cardiac arrest um, and uh, collapsed on the pitch. Um, an unfortunate, unfortunate event. Uh, good on all the players, not just on the Denmark side, but on the Finland side, um, for uh, shielding uh, Ericsson while they uh, performed CPR on him. Um, you know, it, at the end of the day, man, this is a this is this this is a sport, and we're all human beings. So it was nice to to see the the Finnish uh, fans uh, screaming out its name, and, and along with the the people from Denmark, the fans from Denmark. Um, just a very, very tough, uh, tough scenes, uh, to watch. Um, uh, but you know, they, they did, uh, suspend the game briefly. Um, and then they ended up coming back on the pitch to play the game. Um, and Finland came out with the one nil win over Denmark, um, through a goal. I'm not, I'm not going to picture this guy's name. Um, if anybody <laughs> could help me here, I don't know his name. Hojan Palo. There you go. Hey, that sounded way way better than the way I was gonna say it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, what did you guys think about the game, man? I mean, yeah, dude, that that incident was uh, scary. I mean, I think the whole world, um, you know, stopped and 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 realized, you know, that you know this is, you know, it's been after a crazy year, and to just you know start the Euros off like that, it was it was definitely scary. I think it, everyone uh, was saying the worst, but everything turned out fine. Um, he's okay. He's stable. Um, I mean, going forward with his career might be difficult, but but I think um, at the end of the day, you know, he he survived that and he's still with us. And and uh, so you know, congratulations to his family for 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 you know still having him around and um, you know special. But um, I also want to give a shout to Simon Kier. I mean, that guy ran to his boy quick. Uh, you know, made sure his tongue uh, was like safe you know he doesn't have to choke on his son when he's passed out it's uh something common that could happen and you know uh, the finish players the referees they were all on point as soon as they realized what was going on stopped the game and, and did everything they could do in their power um so just a big shout to everyone who, who you know did what they had to do um but just to get on with the game um you know unfortunately i feel like denmark should have uh played a lot better i think they have a pretty Decent team uh, when you look over the lineup with you know Thomas Delaney and and, uh, and Hoiberg and Poulsen and uh, Christensen and guys like this uh, Bas who plays at uh, Valencia I think it is he still plays Valencia yes sir um, so you know just guys who are, who are you know experienced competitive and competitive leagues uh, you know what I mean and um, this Pojan Paulo guy he he's he got himself a he got himself a good goal and and seems like he's I actually thought uh, uh, Puki was going to be more of a goal threat. I mean, he's been tearing it up uh, wherever he's been, uh, Norwich uh, lately. But uh, I think before he got relegated uh, to the championship, he had a, a crazy season with Norwich in the Premier League, um, just scoring goals like nothing. So I expect him to get on the score sheet, and unfortunately, couldn't today. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, these teams are pretty equal. I mean, I, I can't see uh, uh, much between them. 
but I do think Denmark should have come away with the win. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, for all the FIFA heads out there, Pookie being another uh, career mode gem, he gave me a lot of heartache <laughs> yeah. when I had my career mode going. Pookie, man. Shout out to Pookie. Um, but yeah, I mean, like what I got to say about the whole Ericsson thing. Yeah. Like it, it was, it was very scary and it was, um, it sucked that some people just, you know, they couldn't, um, respect the privacy of, uh, of what was going on and everything. But, uh, you know, uh, from, from the stuff that came out, I mean, it was such, I mean, it, I, I still like, I can't believe that happened. Like, uh, apparently one of the doctors said like, he was he was dead before they uh, gave him the defibrillator, so they just hit him one time with it, and he, you know he woke back up. So it was it's scary, man. It's scary, but you know, other than that, I think that Denmark are are, are still okay. You know, I I think they could still have a pretty successful tournament. I think that with Ericsson, you know, being down, I think that, you know, that gives them fuel to push on and maybe do something for them in this competition, you know, take it as far as they can, like how they did in the previous world cup, you know, they, they did all right. And, um, they have, they have the ability to, they have, they have more than, they're more than capable of doing it. You know, they, they have great players, um, yeah, I mean, I just wish them luck for the rest of the tournament. You know, hopefully this doesn't break their spirit. I think, you know, if anything, it's going to lift it. So good luck to Denmark. Shout out to Chris, you know, Ericsson. I'm, you know, still touched by that, but yeah. Yeah, I have to uh, give uh, Finland to some credit, man. Um, it's their very first win in a, a major uh, tournament. Uh, so um, shout out to Finland. Um, unfortunately, they got a win in a very unfortunate uh, after a very unfortunate event. Um, and I like the fact that they uh, had so much respect for what happened uh, previously that they didn't even celebrate the goal. Um, but, you know, good for them. They got the win. Um, criticism towards uh, UEFA for um, making these guys come back out and playing the game after such a crazy incident. Um, I know those, there's a lot of criticism right now towards UEFA um, for uh, pressuring uh, the teams to go back out and play. Um, uh, 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 Martin Brainwaith came out and said that they were told that they had to go back out and play. Um, I mean, after, after such a, like, a traumatic event, you know, that's really a bitch move from UEFA, in my opinion. Um, it just shows that maybe I, I could see why some of these top clubs in, 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 uh, in, you know, in their, in their conference want to, uh, separate themselves from UEFA. So they're a bunch yeah, of hypocrites. Break, break away. I get yeah, it. So, I get, yeah, I'm, ta- I'm, ta- exactly. I'm telling you when this whole thing happened, like the major clubs trying to break away, like I told, I said it, man, like there's something going on and like, you know, it, it shows. It shows with this happening. Like they don't. They don't care about you know the players. They don't care about the teams. They just want them to show up and play the competitions, and they're gonna get their money. You know they don't care who wins it. They don't sure. care who loses it. They don't. If Erickson would have died, I, I I bet you anything they would have made them come back out to the field regardless. Yeah, man, it's uh very very sad. Um, so uh right now for me it's uh. Fuck you, Wefa. <laughs> Hashtag that shit. Um, we'll move on uh, to uh, the other uh, game, uh, Belgium versus Russia, with Belgium coming out three nil winners with two goals from Lukaku and a goal from uh, Thomas Scheisen. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to screw his name up. Uh, Ruben, help me out here, babe. Thomas Munier. 
There you go. Yeah, so it was a 3-0 win uh, from them. Pretty dominant. Uh, Lukaku obviously scoring two goals um, and dedicating them to, of course, his buddy uh, Christian Eriksen. Uh, what you guys think about the game, man? Um, I, yeah, th- I, mean, I, th- I thought whatever, man. <laughs> you got whatever? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll like let Ruben take lead on this one. <laughs> hey, um, I, well, I got to say, I mean, these are the two teams that I think are going to be getting out of the group. Um, you know, I mean, I think Belgium, this is their last chance. This is the last last uh, opportunity for their golden generation to, to win it for them. And uh, I think they realize that, and I think they've put an enormous amount of pressure on themselves uh, uh to, to, to try to get this victory, man, they need to win a trophy. Uh, this golden generation needs to win a trophy, uh, or else, you know, you you're, you'll question how good guys like uh, uh, Kevin De Bruyne or Romelu Lukaku are. You know what I mean? If they, that's uh, one of the biggest uh, criticisms of a guy like Messi, uh, where it's like, you know, we all know he's, you know, one of the greatest players of all time, uh, but he has not shown uh, that he has, like, you know, the he, he can't win, he can't win with his uh, uh, national team, which um, people would argue is more important than winning with your club. You know what I mean? I think when we think about like Maradona, um, he did it with both. But what's most memorable are his World Cups. You know what I mean? Um, so so I think there's enormous pressure on those guys. And and uh, thank God that Romelu Lukaku just had an, uh, a crazy season uh, for Inter Milan. He's in the best shape of his life. He's motivated. Uh, under he got so he got he like I don't know what Conte was telling this guy hyping him up but he's super motivated right now and uh, I'm not surprised he got himself a brace I'm actually a little surprised he didn't get himself more um, and you know what to be honest I did I did feel like uh, uh, Russia just underperformed as well uh, Golovin uh, you know he needs to get on the score sheet he's a big player for them and you know what I just looking through the roster I mean it's a lot of guys. I don't know, and I don't know how to pronounce names or anything, so I won't go into the players. Dimitri, <laughs> just say Dimitri. Uh, uh, you know, the, the only like you know me- notable name or memorable name that I see in there is uh, uh, Zuba, who's you know been tearing it up for, for super long. Uh, you know, just been been with the Russian uh, national team forever. I feel like he's gone like at least like four or five times. I think there's an I think there's an extra Real Madrid on there. Uh, Shedishev, I think. Uh yeah, I don't think he I don't think he played. I think he did. Oh, he, came out, he came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he did actually. You're right. <laughs> um. So so you know I mean they underperformed and and hopefully they could um get it together because I do I do I do see them being that other team. I just don't think uh, Denmark Finland have what it takes to compete uh between these two teams Belgium and Russia. So I think they're still going to get out. Uh, just a slow start and uh, unfortunate because everyone every everyone matters in the Euro. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. yeah, like you said, Belgium does need a fucking trophy if, um, if, if with this golden generation because they're all getting older. Um, I don't think a lot of them are going to be there for the next Euro if they make the next Euro. So, yeah, I think you're right, dude. Yeah, it's it's um, they they have to nut up or shut up. You know, yeah. they 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 gotta. It's a make it or break it for them. This is this is it right here. And uh, for uh, ha- I, you know, personally, I I hope they don't make it. I really would hate for Hazard to get a Euro, but um, yeah, I mean, shout he out to be getting it as a starter. His oh, brother yeah. replaced him in that starting lineup. Oh, that's yeah. fucking awesome! Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the hell Conte was putting in Roma. Uh, you know, Romy's uh, Lukaku's shakes, 
but uh, it's definitely not cookies anymore, man. It's uh, it's definitely all protein now, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, man. You know what? So, I, will, I will also mention, guys. There, the, the 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 team that uh, uh, Belgium took is a little questionable when you look in uh, their bench and you see guys like Simon Mignolet, who's uh, well, I mean, he's probably not gonna play at all, but uh, also a guy named like Thomas Vermaelen, who did get a little bit of playing time, and it's like this guy's playing Thomas in China Vermaelen? and sucks there. You know what I mean? Is he playing like in Japan or some shit? I thought it was China, but yeah, he's playing somewhere. Yeah, in Japan. And not even playing well, so, you know. Whoa. Guys yeah, like Matsuai, who, who, you know, we don't really think of anymore, kind of an afterthought. Um, yeah. So they're uh, old. They're getting up there, guys. And obviously, we I, know Eden Hazard sucks ass. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think we can all agree on that. Well, uh, may, maybe he needs to hook up with Conte and maybe he'll change his cheeseburgers and make him vegan or some shit. I don't yeah, know. We'll go from cheeseburgers to cannolis. So. Hey, uh, uh, Kevin, Kevin, why don't <laughs> yeah. you put him on your uh, Impossible Patties or whatever? Impossible oh, yeah. I'll put, I'll, he'll, I'll put him on the plant-based diet, man. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Uh, but right. uh, as far as uh, Russia goes, um, yeah, I think, they, I, I think they will make it out with uh, Belgium, but they got to step it up, Comrade. From Russia. Yeah, come on. We don't want to have vodka just yet. Just Stay yet, a little do. longer. Come on, <laughs> Dimitri. <longer. laughs> um, yeah. Right. Um, anything else? Uh, sorry, Kevin. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. I mean, uh, yeah, I think Russia's, uh, like Ruben said, I think they're going to make it out. But, you know, they just got to step it up. They got to step it up. Yes, sir. Um, we'll go to group C, which I call the shite group, which actually kind of surprised me though. Um, Austria, Netherlands, Ukraine, and North Macedonia. Who the hell is North Macedonia? Well, guess what? Gordon Pandev is North Macedonia with at 37 years old, scoring a goal at a Euro. This guy debuted for them like almost 20 years ago. It's insane. They lost 3-1, unfortunately. But I think uh, Gordon Pandev became like the oldest uh, player um, to score in a Euro. Um, so good on him, man. I mean, shit. I didn't even, I, like I said in the previous uh, episode, I thought this guy had retired. Um, but no, look, look, he's still, he's still, you know, going at it. Um, but Austria did come out winners. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce any of these guys who scored. <laughs> um, uh, but they did play well, uh, getting a 3 1 win. Um, obviously, uh, David Alaba, Real Madrid's uh, new acquisition, uh, played an incredible game. Um, so, yeah, good for Austria. Uh, what did you guys think? I mean, yeah, uh, you know, first major European tournament, first goal in a major uh, European tournament. And, of course, it had to be uh, North Macedonia's talisman, uh, Goran Pandev, who, you know, right, everyone's kind of been like where this guy has still been playing and he's been MIA for so long, but uh, – Still deserving of that number 10 jersey, deserving to be in this tournament, uh, representing his nation. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, because it was it was crazy to see, uh, you know, he got super hype, man. The team was super hype. It was beautiful to see. Uh, but unfortunately, it did not last uh, because, you know, Liner got himself a goal. Arnautovic came in, uh, came off from the uh, bench and got himself a goal. And uh, honestly, kind of destroyed him, ended up destroying uh, North Macedonia which I think we all expected, um, but maybe didn't want to come true after that Goran Pandev goal went in. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, I, uh, you know, it's, you know, that's, that's how the Euro goes. And, and uh, you know, hopefully they can do a little better in the next game. Uh, hey man, I, I, got, 
I gotta give you some props because you know all these damn like European how to pronounce these European names. So if you ever any of you our listeners want to know how to say a European name, uh, call one eight hundred Ruben Degante. Yep, that's my direct line for all you honeys too. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the game, Kev? With your with your boy uh, Alaba. Uh, man, like uh, I'm gonna be keeping a close eye on him, man. Uh, he's uh, he's the heir to Sergio Ramos, unfortunately. Um, fuck, I, this is this is not, I'm not gonna let this down this year. Yeah, because it's it's Sergio Ramos, man. Like you can't replace him. You can't replace him. But uh, I think uh, he's tell a. That, tell that to yeah, I'm gonna give him a call later. I gotta talk to my uncle. <laughs> tío, gotta tío talk, gotta talk to el tío. La está cagando, tío. La hostia. Hostia, me cago en la puta leche. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's um, I, I think he's a a good enough suitor for the position. Um, this competition is definitely gonna be uh, tough for him. Uh, he's gonna have to stay fit if he wants to hit the ground running with Real Madrid. So. That could play a huge factor in his performance in the Euros. You know, he might not want to go 100 because, you know, he's, he wants to start off good with um, Real Madrid, especially with Ramos leaving. But, I mean, uh, shout out to Gordon Pandev, man. Like, I'm glad that he got his name on the score sheet. I thought he was dead, to be honest with you, but I'm glad he's not. <laughs> I'm glad he's still kicking, man, at 37, making goals at the Euros. It's, it's good, you know. And, he, hey, man. Guess where he plays too? He plays in Italy, so it's Genua. like, man, I'm telling you, it's the Italy myth, man. That these guys don't age, <laughs> so they still score in Euros and shit. Like they can't die, man. But it's great, you know. I'm happy for it. I'm happy. Um, unfortunately, I don't see them making it past the group stage, but who knows? Maybe uh, Gordon Pandev could um, make it through 90 minutes and have a hat trick, and you know, hopefully. Uh, the rest of the team can get behind him and do their job uh, like he has, you know, and maybe they could pull this one off. Who knows? Yes, sir. Uh, well, congrats to Austria. You guys are currently in first place in your group. Um, and we move on to the next game in that group. Uh, Netherlands versus Ukraine. Netherlands coming out with the three, two uh, victory. Uh, man, that was a crazy, crazy, crazy ass game. Um, Netherlands obviously uh, getting on the score sheet first. Actually, they had a two-nil uh, uh, advantage um, from goals from Wijnaldum and Workhorst, um, and then uh, Andre Yarmalenko. I hope I said that right. That's, that's Andre. Andre Andre Yarmalenko um, scoring a fucking banger, man. I think that's one of the goals of the freaking tournament, man. Um, from outside the from outside the box, and then uh, I believe it was a header from uh Roman, and I'll let Ruben continue that one. Yeah, yeah, no, and I'm gonna join that one, bro. <laughs> All right, well, you guys can look it up. Um, and then obviously, uh, Denzel Dumfries uh, getting a header in the 85th minute, um, to take the victory for uh Holland. Uh, entertaining game actually. Uh, it surprised me. I thought um uh, the Dutch were gonna come out and and just run over uh. Ukraine, but uh, and at first it seemed that way. They had a two nil advantage. Everything seemed to be uh, working out, and then uh, yeah, man, Ukraine just came back. Shevchenko said, "Hold on, man, come on," and um, and uh, they pulled out that number seven with uh, Yarmolenko. Um, and yeah, man, uh, unfortunately they did ended up losing at the end. Uh, but it was an entertaining game. Um, I think uh, you, you got to watch out 
with this uh, Ukraine team, man. Uh, they, they they could cause some problems. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I don't I don't think we should uh, worry too much about the Netherlands. I think the the concentration was just down. But I mean, good on uh, Ukraine for you know putting the gap the foot to the pedal you know putting the gas to the floor and you know getting it done and uh almost coming out with a tie man like it's it's hard to get that it's hard to uh play against netherlands but they held their own man so yeah i think you're right henry i think we got to watch out for ukraine and uh netherlands um they uh they need to focus a little better they need to focus if they want to go far in this uh competition because uh there's a lot more fiercer competition uh in this tournament that could really uh that could really hurt them when if if they get up to two if it, they get up to two and you got three that's not a good sign so they they better be careful well you know what kevin i think they actually do need to worry a little bit because you know what uh you know as, as strong as this netherlands team is uh there's one huge piece missing and that's virtual van dyke um, and, you know, and it shows when those two goals went in, you know what I mean? I mean, obviously the Andre Yarmolenko goal, you can't do much about. Um, but I have no doubt uh, if Virgil van Dijk was there, he probably would have it at one. Um, and, uh, but I mean, but, you know, I don't want to take anything away from the, Nether- from the Netherlands. I mean, this was an excellent game. Uh, so glad. I mean, uh, Euros were a little late, uh, but they're here. And this is uh, what the Euros are supposed to be. Super intense game. Uh, you know, hauling into those two goals and then Ukraine coming back with two uh, back-to-back goals of their own and then Netherlands breaking their heart last minute. Uh, super great game to watch. Uh, Memphis, bye. I need, I, I want to see more. I mean, he was doing good, he, but I want to see him score. I, I, I He could easily be one of the top scorers for the Netherlands uh, just because he's like, I don't, he's matured a lot as a player in, in, in France. Fortunately, he couldn't do that at United. Uh, but, you know, he's a, he's a guy I've always liked always look uh, forward to seeing him get a little older, a little bit more mature because I know once he did, he'd be more dominant as a player. Um, and I think we're seeing that and uh, hopefully the next game he can get on score sheet. Yes, sir. Well, I think we all are glad that we at least got an entertaining game from those two. Like uh, Ruben said, uh, this is what the Euros are about, you know, uh, high intensity, uh, entertaining games. And that's what we got. Um, luckily, Shevchenko didn't have to go out there and put a, his uh, jersey back on and play for him because they did pretty good. So <laughs> um, good for them. Uh, we'll move on to uh, Group D. Uh, pretty good group. Uh, obviously, the Czech Republic, uh, England. Croatia and Scotland and uh, first game uh, England versus Croatia. England came out with a uh, narrow one nil win um, against Croatia with a goal from Sterling, which I think we were all surprised about, Um, but a very uh, good, uh, good, good game from uh, England, man. Um, They actually played uh, some very good football. Um, I liked uh, their lineup. It wasn't too bad. Um, Calvin Phillips impressed me a lot. He actually came out with the assist, um, for that Sterling goal. Uh, Harry Kane doesn't seem at a hundred percent just yet. Um, I'm not sure what uh, his problem is. Uh, Phil Foden played very well. He had an early chance in the first half. Um, and but all in all, I think, uh, England played really, really good, uh, especially against a, a very experienced, uh, Croatia side. Um, we know who they have, Kovacic, Perisic, Modric, Revi Gatab. So they have good players, uh, players that have been playing together for a while. They were um, World Cup finalists uh, in the last World Cup. So um, very good from them. Uh, enjoyed the game. 
and I see England uh, moving forward um, in this competition and possibly being contenders for for this uh, Euro. I mean, uh, you know, I think this game didn't really turn out the way I thought it would. I thought uh, Croatia would come a lot a little stronger. And I mean, they did just hold. Uh, they did. It was just a one uh, goal win. But I mean, as far as the England team, I mean, there is a serious talent. I'm not going to deny the serious talent that is on the on the England national team. Uh, but once again, it's just always hyped. I, I, you know, hate to be that tough guy, but uh, England fans are the worst. Uh, they're commentators, they're pundits. Uh, anyone who supports England is just the worst when it comes to major tournaments. Uh, you know what? It's it's coming home. No, it's probably not. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know what? But it was a great game. Uh, you know what? And this Calvin Phillips guy, you know, leads favorite son, easily the best player at Leeds United. Marcelo Biesla loves this guy, and I think I love him too, man. This kid is just all over the field. He's got an eye for the pass. That goal, I mean, first of all, I don't think any of us were happy that Raheem Sterling made it on the England uh, squad, and I think we were even more upset when we saw that he'd be starting that game. Uh and when he scored that goal, it was pretty shocking. I think we were all like, well, we didn't expect him to be the guy on the score sheet. We expected Harry Kane, Phil Foden, uh, Mason Mount, basically anyone other than Raheem Sterling. And he actually Definitely. did it. But just want to say that goal was all Calvin Phillips controlling the ball, seeing him make the run, giving him a perfectly weighted pass so Raheem Sterling could just tap it in. Um if he would have not made that goal, he would we would be totally right in our uh, in doubting him. But uh, you know, luckily he got that goal, and all thanks to Calvin Phillips. Uh, and uh, just one thing I like to mention also uh, is that you know as as good as Kieran Trippier is uh, for the England national team, and he's been an excellent player for Atletico Madrid. Uh, I think Luke Shaw should have started on that left hand side, uh, super strong defensively, and he attacks. Uh, he attacks uh, uh, going forward uh, and uh, just a strong guy, man. I mean, you try, you try to body this guy out uh, uh, off the ball, dude. It's just impossible. Jack really should a guy who also probably should have gotten the nod, uh, the nod for Gareth Southgate's team, uh, but didn't. Um, and as far as this uh, Croatia team, I mean, I need to see more. Uh, you know, Lukita Modric, my boy, uh, he's got to perform a little better. I think this defense is a little weaker than it was in the World uh, Cup. Uh, after that second place finish, um, that's no excuse. You need to perform well, or sorry, need to perform better, and uh, they need to get on that score sheet. Luka Modric has got to has got to con- uh, control that midfield to help his side win. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, although that uh, England uh, do have um, uh, were the stronger side, Croatia we're still able to hold them down with that old defense that they have with the veterans that they possess. I don't think there was like a complete letdown of Croatia. Like I thought it was going to be a, you know, watching the game, I thought it was going to be a tie, you know, but um, you know, good, good on uh, for England for getting the win. Uh, I didn't think Raheem Sterling was going to even play once in this tournament, you know, but uh, he did, he scored. You know, so so far so good for England. Um, they do their their starters worry me, and um, 
yeah, just the just the choice in the in the lineups kind of confused me sometimes. Like there's there there's definitely uh, more players that can bring bring out the best of England, you know. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know. So far, so you know, I, I you can't complain though. They they're a good strong they're a strong side. They got a lot of talent, so they could push it very far in this competition, you know. But a one zero uh, against an old Croatia, I I'd be worried, you know. But this is a, you know, this isn't a knockout ga- uh, uh, game, fortunately for them, you know. So, uh, uh, yeah, they, they, they need to focus a little bit more. As far as Croatia, you know, I, I'm not so disappointed with them. I can, I still see them coming out uh, out of this group stage, you know, maybe not uh, first, but, you know, definitely second. Uh, but it's going to be rough. You know, they, they definitely need to pick it up. I think that might be England's first uh, like win, like first like uh, like first round win in a Europe major European tournament as well. So I guess congratulations. I mean, once again, overhyped. And you expect them to be performing a, a little better every single time, uh, but they yeah. managed to let their fans down. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Well, I mean, it still went crazy. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw after the Sterling goal uh, behind the goalpost, the dudes dan- dancing on the. <laughs> they went nuts, man. But that's that's those passionate England fans, man. Um, so yeah, Sterling shutting uh, shutting us up a little bit uh, with that goal. We'll see if he continues with it or if he uh, flops yeah, like do. he like he's done uh, this past season. So we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, we'll move on to the next game: uh, Scotland versus Czech Republic. Uh, Czech Republic coming uh, away with the two nil uh, win with uh, Patrick uh, Rubin. Give me the name, Patrick Schick. There you go, son. Uh, scoring a freaking golazo, almost from halfway from the halfway line. Um, probably uh, the the goal, goal of, of the tournament um, so far. Yeah, so far. Yeah, it's gonna be, uh, bro. Yeah, I think so, man. That was a freaking golazo, dude. I don't know uh, much else I could beat that. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's gonna take maybe a freaking Cristiano uh, bicycle kick, but uh, yeah, that was a that was an incredible goal. Um, uh, not much to say about the game, really. Uh, you know, good on Czech Republic, uh, getting a two-nil uh, win over Scotland. Um, I wasn't really expecting that, but uh, hey, good for uh, good for Czech Republic. Um, I think they have a chance of going to the next round, depending on what happens. Uh, you know, with Croatia. Um, but yeah, don't sleep on Czech Republic, man. They they they're uh, bringing out some bangers there. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's easily a goal of the tournament. I, I don't think anything – I mean, Cavani had a goal like that earlier this season too, but just because it's a major European tournament, obviously that is just so much better, so much more important. Uh, and it was crazy. And you know what? This uh, uh, this Czech Republic team, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say that they can't, you know, make it into the knockout stage. I mean, this uh, Suchet guy who's played for West Ham, dude, that guy's scoring a lot, and he's a midfielder. I mean, he's having almost like, like a like a like a like a Bruno Fernandez spell at West Ham, just like a little bit under the radar. Obviously, not scoring as much as Bruno Fernandez, but but he's just a guy who's been tearing it up for West Ham. And I wouldn't be surprised if he got himself a couple goals in this tournament. Um, but you know what? I'm not surprised uh, by this. I think uh, I don't know Scotland. They're a little bit weaker. I know uh, uh, Robertson missed a few opportunities. Uh, you know, and 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 as much as I love uh, Sean Mc, uh, or uh, Scott McTominay, a United player, um, he he was not impressive on the night, and uh, I think it could have been a little better. And and I just want to give Patrick Schick even more credit. I mean, just to have the focus, uh, 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 
and 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 the nerve to attempt a goal like that in the first round of a major European tournament. My hat's off. That he's was amazing. Some, he's got some. Uh, he's got some balls. That one. He's got some yep. real big balls. Yep. Yep. Homeboy. He earned himself that 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 gold tournament, which I guarantee he will win. I'll put money down, guys. <laughs> Kevo. I yeah, I agree with it, man. Uh, goal of the tournament for sure. I mean, Ruben said it all. I I definitely do see these. Um, I I could see him having another goal like that. To be honest with you, I mean, he made it look so effortless. You know, but um, yeah, they're scary, man. You gotta watch out. You gotta watch out for this team. They're they're uh, they got me a little worried. You know, <laughs> I would I would like for Scotland to make it through, but uh, yeah, just, it's not gonna happen. Uh, Scottish freedom. Uh, You're gonna stay at home, laddie. Stay at home, laddie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So go to uh, Group E um with uh slovakia spain sweden and poland uh we'll start off with uh, a very very uh entertaining game uh a 2-1 uh loss for poland against slovakia uh ruben please give me the goals here is uh <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to touch uh, so yeah that i mean that that uh i think i can't even i don't know if that's Linetti or something <laughs> uh but i know the i know i know gregor's krakowiak hey so, you I know, know him too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he got the red card. He got the he yeah, got, a he red, got card. the red card. But yeah, but, oh. but obviously, why Joe Chesney got that own goal? Uh, you know what? Am I surprised that he made a mistake in the Euros? Absolutely not. Uh, why Joe Chesney is, I think, an overrated goalkeeper. There's a lot of better goalkeepers, but for some reason, he still holds that number one spot at Juve. I think even a a a, a forever infinity year old uh, Buffon uh, still. Deserves a, sp- a starting spot over White Joe Chesney, but um, that's a hot know, take right there. I, I mean, I just, <laughs> I, just, I, just don't see the I just don't see the talent that everyone else sees. I don't think he's deserving of the starting position at Juve. I don't think he's worthy of the starting position at Poland. I, 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 I just, I just, ma- he just makes. He's a good keeper. He just makes the dumbest decisions sometimes. You know, yeah. I'm in and, agreement and, with Ruben, and, and it's sad because you know the years. He has so many years of experience. You know, he's been playing the game for a long time, and he's yeah. making these rookie mistakes. It's like I'm playing I can't, I can't forgive you anymore. It's unforgivable. Leagues. Yeah, nope. It's yeah. it is unforgivable. But uh, even more unforgivable is that is that stupid early uh, 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 early uh, uh, yellow card for uh, Gregor's Krakowiak, and uh, and you know it paid off. It it uh, it, uh, it got to him in the second half when he did that. Uh, second tackle and got himself a second yellow and got himself uh, ejected from the game, and then from there it was it was just uh, let's 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 beat these guys let's beat let's beat that you know let's take advantage of having that extra man. Fortunately, Wendowski couldn't get uh, on the score sheet. Uh, a guy that you expect to make goals every single game, uh, possibly getting a hat trick every single game because he's that good. He's you know he's uh, probably the best striker in Bundesliga history. Uh, so unfortunately, unfortunate he couldn't get on the score sheet. But you know, we'll just have to wait and see if he could uh, step it up from there. Yeah, man, I feel like uh, Slovakia was more of a. They don't have like big, big names. I think just Hamsik is the biggest name that they have uh, from what I'm seeing right now. Um, but they played more as a team, and uh, unfortunately, it's something that I think that we, that Kevin and I, didn't really uh, take a close look at with Poland. Yeah, they have uh, players that play in important. Uh, important uh teams but 
they're not really a team. I feel like they rely too much on Lomondowski. I, I I get it. He's your number nine, but you know he can't do it by himself. You get I me? Mean? So I don't feel like Lomondowski has a uh, a good enough team surrounding him. Um, could you imagine if Lomondowski would have played for for Germany? Like, damn. So yeah, it's unfortunately it's unfortunate for uh, Poland. Um, honestly, I I I don't see them going through, man. After after this performance, I really don't see them going through. Um, it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be uphill battle for them. From uh, what I've seen with uh, you know the other teams in the group, Spain and Sweden. So yeah, that's that's, that's, that's definitely a problem. Uh, when you're when you just rely on one player, you know, because he could have he could have a off day and. You know, you you can lose a game. You know, and and every game counts. You know, every game counts. Um, you're not promised a, a a pass to the next. You know, you gotta you gotta earn it, and you gotta play as a team. And I, you're right. I think I see. You know, Slovakia actually making it past this um this group stage more than I see Poland because uh they they're just playing for Lewandowski. And I mean, I get it. You know, I he's he's an amazing player and he should be having a hat trick every match. But what if he, what if the next game he's off too, you know? So you're just going to rely on that. That's not the way to go. Exactly, man. Exactly. No, uh, no, no real, any good, uh, talking points as, as far as Poland goes. Uh, yeah, just too they rely too much on Lewandowski. Chesney, you're not an elite goalkeeper. I have to agree with Rube. Um, I feel like Buffon should have started uh, over him. Pirlo, you messed up there, son. Um, that's why you're out. <laughs> um, but uh, hey, that's what it is. Um, and then uh, we'll move on um, from them um, to Spain versus Sweden. Nil, nil, draw. Oh, man, this is a boring, boring game in my opinion. Uh, probably the most boring game out of all the games in 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 this first in this match day one. Um, yeah, it, it, I saw nothing from Spain. Absolutely nothing. Um, the Spain of old is gone, unfortunately. They've gone. They've regressed back to the Spain that they were before they uh, had that golden era. Um, brief just, golden era. That was yeah, that dude. wasn't very long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was just brief. that 2010. Yeah, man. It just shows. Um, I don't know. Uh, Luis Enrique got a lot of criticism uh, for not uh, calling up any uh, Madrid uh players um obviously the biggest one being Sergio Ramos but uh Sergio Ramos obviously had to uh deal with his uh stuff with Madrid um but you know I feel like um because both Barca and Madrid haven't been having the best uh of seasons um I feel like uh when Barca and Madrid were having a really good season they were competing a lot against each other that's where we saw that golden generation of Spain come out and we just saw incredible freaking players. Uh, obviously, Casillas, Ramos, uh, Puyol, Piqué, uh, Xavi, Iniesta, Busquets at his at his prime. David Xavi Alonso, Xavi Alonso, Xavi Alonso. Um, you know, David Villa, Fernando Torres. You know, uh, Pedro. You know, these guys, uh, big names, man. These were uh, talented guys and. When I come, I see these names. I know who these guys are. I know who Pau Torres is. I know Jordi Alba. I know Laporte. I know all these guys. Uh, but it's not. They, they. I don't see anything from them. Coque, nothing. I don't see anything. Morata had a clear chance in the first half, I believe it was, or the second half. I'm not too sure. Just see, that's that's just to show you how boring of a game it was. Clear chance and didn't score, man. 
you know, clear chance him by himself with the keeper and nothing. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see anything from Spain. I don't see them doing anything in this tournament. I feel like if they do make it to the next round, they're gonna go, they're gonna make it, but in in second place maybe, um, and get knocked out in in, in the knockout stages. Well, I'll tell you what, Phantom Man, if I was on that lineup, we'd definitely be looking at a different game. I bring the heat. There's no way that I could, Spain could not walk away with this win if I was on that lineup. We must have the Iron Mike Tyson, Adama Torre on that lineup. Without him, they're just not going to be as competitive. I'm telling you that right now. Adama Torre, are you upset that you did not even get a chance to go out there and show off your muscles, man? Yeah, I believe that they were missing my grease. I, I didn't have enough grease to participate in this match, but definitely the next one will have that grease available, and I will be on that starting lineup. I'm telling you right now. Well, they're gonna need you out there, man, because uh, I don't see Morata, I don't see Danny Olmo, I don't see Fernando Torres doing Jack. Yeah, I don't, I don't see him doing Jack. <laughs> uh, you know, like see, seeing like seeing Spain right now, really like it brings a tear to your eye because it's like that era was like Ruben said, it was so brief, man. Like it was just so it was it was it, it was gone too soon, you know, but uh, this this new generation, I mean, it's just it just it, they're nothing compared to that one, you know, and it's like I know that you can't compare the players, you can't compare the eras, you know, but. I just don't see anything from this Spain, like no idea, no person, no, uh, you know, personality, you know, no- nothing, no-, no identity. Like, it's just, I don't even know what kind of style they're playing, to be honest with you. And like, you know, I'm a big fan of Morata, but to be honest with you, he's been, he's been off too. You know, he's been, a, he's been a player that's been turned off, you know, and he didn't turn it up with Juve this season. So it was like, it was questionable for him to have started. You know, I think I would have played head, um, uh, Gerard, uh, yeah, Moreno. I would have played him. I, yep. I would have started him instead. You know, he had an amazing, amazing season with Villarreal. You know, so it's like, I, I, there was just I, again the, with these coaches. You know, sometimes they make the questionable calls, and maybe if they would have tweaked one or two things, you know, I honestly do think Adama Torre would have made a difference in that lineup. You know, just because he's a tank. You know, and he's just gonna run at the at the at the players. You know, all all game, he's gonna tire them out. And you need to use those. Uh, you need to use that to your ability, you know. And um, yeah, that just not. There's just not, I don't see anything from Spain, and it's sad. No, man, I I totally agree. I mean, I mean, you look at this lineup, and I see players, a lot of players, you know, who don't even have the starting position on their team right now. You know, like uh, America Laporte, who's uh, you know behind uh, Ruben Diaz and John Stones and City, you know, and 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 you know uh, 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 Rodri, who's you know sometimes you know uh, uh, Fernandinho gets to start over him at City as well. Pedri, who's not consistently playing uh, starting at Barca, Ferran Torres, Samian, he doesn't have a starting spot at City. Uh, you know what I mean? And then all, and then on top of that, your main striker, the guy you you are gonna rely heavily on in uh in, in this in this European tournament is Alvaro Morata, a guy who's shown he's been super inconsistent uh, his whole career basically. I mean, he's had you know, people argue that, like, oh, he, he, you know, his time at Real Madrid was because he, people, he deserved, he thought he deserved a starting position over Cristiano Ronaldo and Benzema. And it's like, no, dude, you're not that guy. And this guy's never going to be that guy. I'm sorry. A little more that's just not the guy. He needs to flop. And uh, we need to acknowledge that. And, uh, and you know, and I agree with you, you know, it, uh, sorry, Gerardo Moreno should have been in that starting lineup. Uh, you know, and I, and I think they, you know, should have, I don't know, they, they maybe should have reevaluated 
who they should have. I mean, I think Brahim Diaz, you know, considering uh, he had a pretty good season with AC Milan, he would have been better coming off the bench. You know, Gerardo Martino uh, jump him into the starting lineup. You know, Brahim Diaz is is uh, is about that flair that you'd want to see, and 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 maybe what this team is also needing is a little bit of experience, like a a very uh, a, a veteran that is going to galvanize the troops. Obviously, Sergio Busquets is supposed to be that guy uh, because of uh, COVID uh, safety protocols. He's not there right now, which uh, comes into question uh, why he didn't bring a guy like Sergio Ramos. If he's not going to be in the starting lineup, I mean, he's still that guy on the bench. You see him screaming his head off at, uh, on the Real Madrid bench or in the Champions League. You know what I mean? He's there. He makes himself available. Uh, and you know what? I mean, say what you want, but I think that means he's uh, you got to add a little bit of experience in there. You just need that. You just need that, especially when you got a team that hasn't been together for very long and it's in a major European tournament. You know what I mean? This team that is got right now, it's it's not it's a fractions of of the past, tiny little fractions of the past, and then just a bunch of new guys who who haven't been on the national team together ever, basically. Um, so it's just a bunch of confusion. And one thing I will say about Sweden. I know they felt like maybe they didn't need to take Ibrahimovic because they qualified without him. But one could come, uh, one one asked themselves, could Ibrahimovic had made a difference on a weaker looking Spain side? Oh, and definitely. I think he, and I think he 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 could have, he could have. He's old. I understand that. Uh, but the man is super uh, superhuman. And, yeah, uh, no, I think he would have made a difference because uh, – and the reason he didn't call Dub is because he got injured right before the end of the season. So I think that's the reason he w- wasn't able to go. But uh, as far as, like, veterans, the, Spain, I feel like should have started more with veterans. They had uh, Aspiti Puerta there. They have Teo Alcantara. I feel like they maybe they should have gone with those guys in the starting lineup instead of going with, like, a guy like Pedri, who's, who's a kid. He's only 18. He's going to be 19 soon. I mean – you know, I think uh, you're putting too much pressure on the kid. You know, bring him off the bench. He's a talented player, but you got to remember, he's only 18, 19 years old. So he's still very, uh, very green. Completely so, um, and, 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 and Triore, like Kevin said, uh, he brings in that speed and muscle, um, I feel like, uh, more than Ferran Torres does. And I feel like he'd be more of a threat. So, yeah, just a very, very unfortunate uh for Spain, they really got to reevaluate. Luis Hendrick has to reevaluate what he wants to do with this lineup. Um, I think we might see a different uh, Spain lineup in the next game. Um, so, yeah, we we'll just have to wait and see. Um, Luis Enrique doesn't have to reevaluate anything. He needs he needs to be reevaluated as the coach for the Spain team. Well, I don't think you know, he's the guy. He clearly couldn't do it for Barca. And I don't know what makes you think he could do it for the Spain national team. Well, like I said, man, he needs to the, – the talent isn't that golden generation that we saw, unfortunately, but uh, there's still talented players on there. I think he is a good coach. Um, he just, like I said, needs to figure out um, what he wants to do with the with this lineup. If not, then, yeah, he's going to have to get the boot. What has he done in his career that makes you think he's a good coach, bro? Because, I mean, uh, I, get, I, get, I get where you're coming from, bro. I know the history behind Luis Enrique, but – I mean, you got to look at his career, and he didn't really do much at, at uh, Barca, and you know, he's well, just I mean, he did win. That. He did win us a treble, so I mean, he did with trophies, leagues, and stuff like that. So okay, but the, 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 team, guy's but a the team was coach. already built. But the, no, he, the team was already built for him. Once that started breaking away, what did he do? Well, I mean, I, like I said, it, it. I still feel like he's a good coach. 
unfortunately, you know, uh, I don't want to get into the whole Barca thing because that's a lot of things that happen around that. So, but I feel like he's a good coach. But um, if he doesn't get this, if he does, if he doesn't come out with a good result in this tournament. If he gets knocked out early in the group stage, and they're gonna have to give him the boot. Because, because. Well, are you ready? For that? De- de- <laughs> Henry. Yes, sir. <laughs> What was that? What was that? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm like, oh, I, th- I was like, why are you ready for that? Continue, go, 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 go. I, I think that uh, if he doesn't have a good uh, tournament, uh, Spain deserves better. You know, they deserve to um, to uh, have a better coach and um, get better results than this. I mean, they should have walked away from this easy. You know, two zero, three zero. You know, this is not. This is not the way you want to see Spain, you know, especially after the era that they just had. Yes, sir. Um, well, we're going to move on to the final group, Group F, the group of death. El Muerte. Uh, yeah, grupo, grupo de la Muerte. Uh, we'll start off with uh, Hungary versus Portugal. Portugal coming out with a 3-0 dominant win, especially in the second half, um, with goals from Rafael Guerrero and, of course, Two goals, a brace from Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, good game uh, uh, from Hungary, and especially in the first half. Uh, they they, they uh, actually pretty much almost a whole game. They had a pretty good game, had actually a, a couple of chances against Portugal. Uh, Portugal had quite a bit of chances, man, but they just could not score um, until finally Rafael Guerrero get, got, one out, got one for him. And then after that, it was just downhill for a Hungary. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo um, having good link on play. I can't remember who it was with. Um, we scored scored that goal. Uh, I believe it was the first goal that he scored, or second goal. I'm sorry, that he scored. He had a leak on play. Um, and of course, uh, we know Cristiano when he goes to the spot, uh, he's probably going to score. Um, I think he just broke a record and became the uh, player with the most goals at a, at a Euros um, with Over eleven. Michelle, yeah, I think he just passed the uh, the legendary uh, Michel Platini. Um, so yeah, good, congratulations, Cristiano, showing that even though he's thirty six, he is still he's a still beast. better than Messi. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man, good, good, uh, good game. Um, like I said, I have to give a lot of credit to Hungary for holding out as long as they did. Did not expect them to hold out for as long as they did, but uh, you know, Portugal does have a lot of talent. Um, Ruben Diaz played very well. Pepe played very well. Uh, you know, Jota played very good, actually. Obviously, coming off a bad season with injuries. Um, and Bruno Fernandes as well. Uh, so, yeah, this is a very, very stacked team. Um, they have good uh, good um, subs. Uh, obviously, uh, Joao Felix was not able to play this game. Well, maybe we'll see him in the next one and see what he can do. Uh, but what do you guys think? I, mean, I think it was a great performance by by Portugal, man. Like I was worried about them struggling with Hungary because they do usually do struggle with small teams, you know, like how they did against Algeria in the World Cup in the last World Cup. Um, but uh, man, they look sharp. They look sharp, and I'm excited. I'm excited for them in the in this competition. I said that this is the team that I was rooting for and uh, to win uh, this Euro, and I don't think uh, I don't think I'm going to be wrong. I think they're going to take it. They look really strong. Yeah, I mean, other than Italy in the tournament so far, I mean, Portugal looks uh, like second second best in the tournament so far, from what I from what I could see it after this uh, first match day. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo just 
you know, being the 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 player he needs to be for Portugal. You know what I mean? They don't have super high class strikers other than this man on this team. I mean, you could say what you want about Joao Felix, but he's not that guy yet. I don't think he's very close. Yoga Jota, not really. Um, I think it's going to be on Cristiano Ronaldo once again to to take Portugal all the way. You know, whether he could be in that final this year, uh, we'll we'll see. But, uh, I mean, definitely he's going to be instrumental for the journey to that final. Um, I'm actually hoping to see a Portugal-Italy final. That would be super crazy. But we'll have to see about that. Um, what, who would you go for? I don't know. You're breaking my heart. I don't know. I'd have to go for Portugal, especially because my boy Bruno. You know what I mean? Who Bruno... Uh, you know, in the in the, you know, I know they were just friendlies, but they weren't play. He wasn't playing a lot in the friendlies, and I was a little, you know, he did play a lot in the season, so maybe that's probably why I decided to rest him uh, before all that. But I was like questionable whether he was gonna even like play or be or sorry, be in the starting lineup for this uh, Portugal team. Which I think if they, he wasn't, it'd be a huge mistake because this guy is instrumental, man. This guy uh, is hungry. He's got an eye for the pass. You know, I mean, he caught Cristiano Ronaldo in a good position, and uh, he got himself a goal because of it. So uh, I'm a, I'm excited for that for those linkups Bruno mm-hmm. Fernandez and Cristiano. Uh, it's, I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that. And it's Maybe. and it's and this game and this team just is a lot deeper than people think. I mean, to be honest, like I'm I was even honestly a little questionable about uh, Caravaggio, uh, uh starting over Ruben Neves or Joao Martino. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. You no, know, that that. Oh, and Renato Sanchez. You know what I mean? There's so many. I think Renato Sanchez probably is. The, be- the better of the midfielders, Joe Medina is just a little too old, uh, personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, this team's got depth, man. So much depth. Uh, you know what? And uh, that defense with uh, with uh, Ruben Diaz, that young, smart guy, and then you got Pepe, this veteran, brash, hard defender. It's there's just there's just a lot of a lot of uh, upside for this team. And uh, I mean, I definitely see them. Getting past into the uh, the knockout stage easily, and uh, getting to that Euro final. Yeah, well, we'll uh, hopefully see uh, Portugal. Uh, I believe they're gonna move on um, in first place. I predicted that, so uh, we'll see Portugal um, going through. I believe, um, but we're gonna move on to the last game of this group and the last game uh, that we'll be reviewing here: uh, France versus Germany. Uh, France coming out with a uh, very, very tight 1-0 win over uh, Germany with uh, freaking Matt Hummels freaking scoring an own goal. Um, very surprising from him. He's a veteran. He's actually uh, one of the one of the better uh, defenders that I've seen in recent years. Um, but unfortunately, he uh, got an autogolazo pretty much. Um, <laughs> yeah, that sucks for him. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, France coming out with the win. Obviously, the the World Cup champions coming in. Uh, but to be honest, I didn't see much from them, man. To tell you the I truth. was about to say the same thing. Uh, for me, this game was very boring. Yeah, I, I didn't see much. I didn't see much from either side. To be honest with you, I didn't. I didn't see uh, that uh, attacking spirit that I was going to see from uh, Germany. You know, they they have a great offense. Uh, they have a great defense as well. I, uh, it was whatever, you know. Honestly, yeah, I was expecting more me. bombs in the in this game, but nothing yeah. really, nothing really that stood out 
not the really no not, not, not a real pop um i don't know man uh, i have questions about this germany team i think they're in the same boat as spain where they had like that golden generation whereas it, now they have good players they have uh players that have won a world cup including uh, tony cruz i believe matt hummels new year but um it's just the rest of the guys that just it, i don't know man it, it, Thomas Mueller obviously being there too, but um, I don't know, dude. I don't see these guys uh, pushing really for that Euro. Um, and I think their next game is actually against Portugal. Um, I, I believe it's that's their next game. And yeah, that is their next game. So I think, um, I don't know, man. I think Portugal's going to have a, 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 a field day with these guys. Um, so I see, honestly, I have to, I have to say Germany probably could get knocked out. Um, I was hoping France would. That was my prediction that France was gonna get knocked out, but they got they got gifted an own goal. So you know that it is what it is. And Mbappe was obviously, you know, running circles around the defense a little bit there. I mean, Matt Hummels did have like one solid ass tackle, um, that I saw Kante like just come from behind. But Matt Hummels was able to just you know just be able to get his uh foot on the ball to get it away from him. So, um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know this uh the the Deutschland, I don't see going through. <laughs> Sorry. I, don't see I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give this uh, German national team a little bit more credit, I think. I mean, you know, their last game before the Euros started, they gave a fucking goal. Yeah, I forgot who it was, but they scored like seven goals. And I think it was just like, a, we just, I was, we just, los pasamos the last one. And so we, you know, the uh, I, don't, I, I don't see, I, the, the Portugal-Germany game is going to be a partidazo. That's going to be a good game. I think there's going to be a lot of goals, both sides. Uh, hopefully, I, I I do I do think Portugal has the advantage, but I'm not going to knock this Germany team just yet because before when Joe Kim Lowe was thinking about bringing a squad that just, just a bunch of youngsters, you know, he would have brought somebody like Julian Brandt, who I think underperformed this season, and I think a veteran like Thomas Mueller is even more important. Um, he's going to be instrumental. Uh, and, and, and he's going to score, guys. Like, this guy always gets on the score sheet. In major, he loves major European tournaments, bro. The World Cup, he loves it. Uh, Golsens, he's going to be uh, a guy to watch for this tournament as well. Uh, he's been having a great season for Atalanta. I mean, he did have a scary collision. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, he, like, went up for goal, tried to header it, and he, like, ran his, like, thigh straight into Pavard's face. And, like, oh, so yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah. I did yeah. see that. Um, so out. that was a little scary. You got uh, almost, knocked the almost, fuck almost out. Almost had a, another scary incident in the first match day. Um, Jeez, so thank God man. we avoided that. Uh, that would have been uh, sad to watch uh, or see happen. But uh, luckily, he's okay. The game progressed, and uh, France actually got the win. Um, I mean, yeah, I think the link-up between Mbappe and Benzema looks good. It's just so brand new to both of them since he's been right. out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um he did score technically. It was uh, brought back for offsides, I believe, right? Yeah. Um. So you know, but at least he got he got it in the net and he visualized it. So you know, I mean, this table is gonna be, this group is gonna be crazy. You know, what I mean, tight. I think I think Portugal will get that number one spot. Yes, sir. Ooh, but whoa, it's gonna be between these France and France and Germany who gets that second. And I know, <sighs> I know, we think. You know, uh, uh, you know, we act like France shouldn't have easily have destroyed 
Germany after getting that own goal, right? Yeah. I mean, it opened up the game, but yeah. that defense still stayed together. I mean, you know, uh, Rudiger had a great Champions League campaign. He had a great uh, Premier League campaign with uh, as soon as what Tuchel was he doing in. to Pogba, bro? What was oh, that? he bit was him. He like yeah, trying to fight him, <laughs> he grab him from behind. What the fuck was he trying to do? It was like he was trying to give him a kiss Dude, or something. Hey, bro, you've been watching old Luis Suarez videos. Like, how do I do it? How do I do it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he grabbed him by his, <laughs> by his chest. He's like, come here, baby. Hey, but also, uh, Pogba had a, had a party also too, man. I mean... No, he was controlling that midfield, dude, and just yeah, man, some of the man. first touches. Some of the first touches he had in that game, dude, were so crazy. This guy'd be doing crazy stuff. Um, and you know what? Credit, I will give credit to France's defense because with what I in that lineup, I was a little skeptical. You know what I mean? Kipembe, yeah. you know he's and and, and Kipembe is not super experienced either. I mean, he did have a a, a pretty decent season playing alongside Thiago uh, Silva last year. Um, when he was still in PSG, sorry, they were a partnership with PSG. Um, so I have some question marks there, but but you know what? They kind of hold their their, uh, their own. Eh, sorry, their own. And uh, I think it was more just just they both weren't really there, and Germany kind of chimes off in the foot. But I I'm sure they'll be back. I don't know, guys. It's going to be close for that second spot in the yeah you know, yeah. I think the only way Germany's gonna go through is that Thomas Müller becomes the Terminator once again for Germany. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't doubt that he could do that, bro. Yeah, Guys, I wouldn't put it see. past him. Once going through in, you are going through in in second place. <laughs> we have to see. We have Unpex. to see. Unpex. 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 Don't kill the messenger, yeah. Um. <laughs> well, that was our review for the Euro match day one. Um, uh, quick, uh, quick, quick results for those that are watching the Copa America and are following it. Uh, Brazil won, beat uh, Venezuela 3 0, looking like uh, contenders. Uh, Colombia winning 1 0 against Ecuador. Colombia obviously having a lot of COVID cases, unfortunately. Um, Argentina versus Chile tying 1 uh, 1. Messi with a uh, uh, golazo from the free golazo. kick. Hey, why, um, why is it that every time Messi scores a golazo, they like they they tie or lose? Man. Ah, man. <laughs> he doesn't have help. He doesn't have help, man. He doesn't have help. Unfortunately, um, so we'll just have to wait and see what the hell happens to Argentina. And hopefully, they they do figure it out. I don't know. Um, and Paraguay beat uh, Bolivia three one with uh, Bolivia getting a uh, first half red card. Um, so yeah, those are some of the results of Copa America. Um, Kevin, take us away. Thank you for listening to the 12th Man Podcast. Uh, again, you can reach us on all social media platforms. Please stay tuned for our reviews of uh, our continued reviews of uh, the Euros. Um, there's exciting matches coming up for that. Uh, exciting matches coming up for the Copa America. I'd like to thank the Banter Band for joining us today. I'd like to thank Mr. Degante. And uh, yeah, that's that's gonna be it, fellas. Anything last that you guys would like to add? Uh, no, nah, man. Just uh, you know, everyone tune in. We'll be uh, coming out with uh, some some more content. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying uh, our Instagram page. Um, and uh, yeah, um, see you all next time. Later. Right. How about you, Ruben? You got anything else? 
I think Mr. Ruben's Ruben. out of here. So. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. well, I'll tell you what. We're going to catch you next time here. Hopefully, I get to play a little Euros, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Missing a lot of Euros. Yeah. All right. Well, All right, we'll guys. catch you next time, Adama. <laughs> <laughs> Later, pigeon boy. Later. <laughs> Later. Oh, man.